Another day in lockdown. Locked down, down. I am. Who am I down? With locked. Gone are the days I remember. The days I frolicked. The days I spent more time locked out. Not locked in. The days of yesteryear when one could go outside. Whoa, hey man. Oh, hey. Are you staring out the window and talking to yourself again? Does it matter if I was or wasn't? Would it change anything? No, like, no, look, hey, that's fine, but can you just go do it in your room? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just go. So Stop being out. weird. Yeah, I'll get out of here. So. Jesus. The days of long past. Shut it. Yo, welcome to Housewarming. I am Nat Demina. I'm Marty Smiley. This is a confessional podcast for renters. We're a safe space for share house horror stories and all kinds of stories of shared living. That's right. And we've moved house. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. Although I do want to talk about some things that I've noticed around the house. Oh. That weren't obvious at the inspection. You could, there's a plane flying over right now. I didn't think there'd be planes here. I thought we were avoiding them, but here they are. <laughs> I think it's a problem like a lot of people come to, especially while renting and going to inspections. You well, never really know the problems of a house until no. you've completely moved in and you've been <laughs> there for a couple of weeks. And that's when the shit really hits the fan. Like I've seen wasps. Yeah. We've got cockroaches. There are a freckload of cockroaches. Oh, my God. And they have, they seem to have specific places. Like, I've, I've chased them. They're covert, these ones. They disappear into the cracks of the walls. They get consumed by the house. <laughs> as opposed to the dumb cockroaches we had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure you would have noticed some things as well. Besides the smarter cockroaches, the main thing that I've noticed is the cat. We have... A cat <laughs> that comes to my window uh-huh. every day, looks me in the eye, and meows. Should we tell our listeners why the cat comes to our house? Yeah, because our freaking girlfriends fed the cat. <laughs> our <and> girlfriends. <laughs> my girlfriend fed the cat. Now it comes over every day. We know it, We know what house this cat's from. It's two houses down. Yeah. We're coming home one day. Saw the cat outside, mm. brought it in, gave mm. it a can of tuna, mm-hmm. and now this cat will not leave. Well, it's over for us. If the door's open, it'll just come in. But I've also noticed it climbs the fence right. through the backyards the, it and it's finds, just in our back door. Oh, uh, it's, it's killing me. Because this isn't, you know what? I actually like cats. Me too. This cat, its personality sucks. And And not only that, look, I understand there's a lot of beauty standards in our society, but this is the ugliest cat cat. I think I've ever seen. It's a ugly ass cat. It's so disgusting. And I don't feel sorry for the cat as well. It kills me. Uh, Like Um, it meows like it hasn't eaten in two weeks. And I just look at it and just go, good. So I complained about this to the previous tenants. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, that cat has a website. Yeah, so the cat has a website and a name. The name, this is even more annoying, okay? 
The cat's name is Scree. No. Yes. No, no, you're fucking with me. Yeah, and no. it has a, a website called Scree.com. <laughs> it's a poorly named Migos ad lib. <laughs> yeah, Scree. <laughs> yeah, it's got a website and on it is basically like where to bring it because it, it always apparently like gets lost. It ends up in other people's houses. What happened to like... A tag or a chip. It's got a tag, but it's it's also got a website. This is the kind of day and age we're currently <laughs> living in, man. Everyone's got an Instagram. Yeah, they've got social media, even bloody cats. How do people even find the website for the cat? Like the cat tells them. Oh, yeah, you get <laughs> notified by the previous tenants of a house, apparently. Um, but, yeah, the full profile for them and, like, the owners are in the photographs. and <laughs> Like I feel like going over there and go, look, here's your cat. I know it's got a website. We found it. Keep it in your house. I think, you know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to wait for that domain to expire and I'm going to take (laughs) screet.com. Give it a new name. Yeah. Give it a new um, purpose. Um, There is one other thing that Mm. has been really getting to me. Mm -hmm. The sound was the biggest issue at our last place. Yep. Yep. I thought that we would eradicate that issue. I was wrong. I've got the room that's closest to the street. Uh-huh. So I'm hearing everything. Like I'm not hearing planes as much, okay. but I'm hearing people's conversations. I'm basically in conversations. You, <laughs> might, I was trying to go to sleep the other night. You might as well have put my bed on the nature strip. <laughs> well, I'm hearing a domestic. I was hearing some guy walking past. He's on the phone. He's cutting a deal. Like I, I heard a drug deal go down. <laughs> like, like I felt like just winding up the window and going, you're under arrest. Like that would have, it would have scared them. That isn't actually even the biggest sound. Okay. I was trying to go to sleep. I was getting used to this street noise, uh-huh. but then there was this other noise, quite low frequency, incessant, just like a throbbing. I could tell that there was some static going okay. on. So it's like a hum. Is it? Yeah. Can you do an impression of what the sound. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel that. That's coming straight from the throat. Did that annoy you? Because I was just doing it for 10 seconds. Imagine that Absolutely. for seven hours, right? And I can't work out what it is. Uh-huh. I turn off the speakers in my room thinking maybe it's like... Technology, uh, of course. Yeah, maybe it's technology. I'm going crazy here. I'm in my underwear running around my room trying to work out what this sound is. I'm moving things, uh-huh. metal things. I'm putting on the other side of the room. Maybe it's like interacting with something. <laughs> I go I go outside in the stairwell, in the hallway, uh-huh. to find out if I can hear it there. Okay. I can so it's not in my room. It's in the house. I mean, the hallway is like right outside your room. So you haven't traveled far. Then I go outside. Also still in my underwear, by the way. I just want to <laughs> remind everyone. The sound stops when I'm outside. Okay. So I know it's inside the house now. Okay. I don't know what it is, but it's incessant and it doesn't seem to be happening in your rooms. It's a hum. Okay. And the hum is happening and I don't know where it's coming from. So what are you going to do? I don't know. We've got to move. We have to get it. I can't. Yeah, just live with it. Dude, I put in, this is the thing. You might be like, oh, I'll put in, um, what are they called? Earplugs. I've got them no, in. I would never tell you to put earplugs in. I've got them in. It's it's low frequency or high frequency. I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> yeah. Hey, something else that's crazy. Our editor for this podcast has mm. to edit it out of the podcast now. Every time. Yeah. So get that. <sighs> We've got to move. It's episode two, baby. And we're out of here. No, 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 no. What does this we have to move? We're out of here. you have to move. We, where I go, you go too. <laughs> e, e, uh, 
Imano Sukasa. <laughs> I think this is goodbye. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Cue the graduation song. I was messaging Tom Cardi about this. I was like, bro, do you know what this hum is? Because you're a sound engineer. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think about it, it's so ridiculous. He's like, bro, I'm really busy. <laughs> Because you notice there's like electricians, they've got like a little thing. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they put it at the PowerPoint to check if the currents are still running through it. So there's probably like a sound version. Yeah, so right now I'm just coming to terms with the fact that all I have right now is Nat <laughs> to help me on this, and he refers to electronic things as the things. <laughs> the thing. So if you yeah. can... <laughs> If, it's a thing, you know, like it's like. Please, housewarming family, get in touch with us if you have a harm or know how we can get rid of it. Our guest. <laughs> yeah, I've had enough of this humming business. <laughs> oh, man. Our guest is very special because, for one, he's our first international guest. It's a uh, Scottish comedian, Daniel Sloss. We're going from strength to strength. <laughs> you showed me his uh, stand up special recently mm-hmm. that's apparently broken up. Heaps of relationships. I've, you know what? I've got the exact figures here. This is a stand-up special that went out on Netflix. You can watch it if you like. It's called Jigsaw. He has broken up 120,000 couples Jeez. and caused 300 divorces. These are people who have messaged him wow. and he's kept a tally. And he also takes like massive amounts of pride in this. But why wouldn't you when you're a psychopath? And I don't know if you know this, but he actually holds the record for the most appearances on Late Night with Conan O'Brien show. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. He's been on it 11 times. But he's also a very special guest in the sense that he's owned every single house that he's lived in. So he's our first landlord. Dude, I don't think you can. I don't think we can have him on. Why not? We don't have landlords on the show. I will say that he is one of the good ones because he only lets his friends live with him and he also charges them cheaper rent. Whoa. So on today's show, we want to find out what living with a landlord is like and if Daniel took any liberties being the homeowner. That's it. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. This is for me. That's for you. This is for you. No, you have not. What is this? It's a picture of me and Jean. Where are you? We're in Darwin. And that is a gigantic crocodile. Yeah. I did try to, when I was at the Edmore Theatre last night, I tried to find out if they had any giant posters of me left over, and I was just going to sign that and give it to you. <laughs> but they didn't have any of them. Uh, well, thank you very much for this. <laughs> Come on welcome. in. Let's start the podcast. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Thank you so much for joining us, Daniel. How are you doing? I'm good. I mean, I'm a bit, bit hungover, but you were there. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm all, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate responsibility. I feel Did you fine. just rope him into doing the podcast drunk like last night? Is that how it worked? And he, just, he definitely came into like, he wrote me in a while ago, but then he also definitely came in to check it on me last night. So you're our first international guest. You live in Edinburgh. I do. Yeah, that's great. What's Huge the, milestone uh, for the show. Yeah. Our first international guest. We're going global, baby. I mean, I'm international, so I'm <laughs> always here every week. <laughs> I just, I don't get any credit. What the fuck's up with that? <laughs> Uh, but what share houses in Edinburgh like? Well, I never went to university, um, so I never got to stay in like a real share house. Right. All of my shared house experiences have been about with houses that I've bought. And then right. my friends may Big share brag. it with me. Big brag. I've lived in share houses, but I've owned all of them. <laughs> Some dumb cunt from the BBC yeah. gave like a 21-year-old the last ever DVD deal in the UK. <laughs> and it was not financially viable for them. The company went under immediately afterwards. Like it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> because the last thing they did was give a 21-year-old me a big stack of cash. They went, buy a house. Yeah. Because yeah. with Gorman, 
comedy, you never know. Like it could end at a moment's notice. Yeah. So my thing was always get a house, put a deposit down. So I'm actually the worst guest to have on because I'm just like, yeah, it's dead easy. Like I'm financially viable. I've only ever lived with people I wanted to live with. <laughs> well, we, we've lived with our landlord before, but that was the purpose of creating this show is that we were kicked out by him because he wanted, wanted to, to move back in. He oh. turned Nat's room into an office. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And we could have really done with an office right now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of my bedroom. <laughs> so you've had people live with your friends and whatnot. Yeah. So, like, I missed out on the university experience. I still lived with my parents until I was 21. Yeah. And then bought a place in Edinburgh and my moved my friend Ali in. I mean, we just trashed the place. Like, we'd never had to. Like, we'd, we'd both gone from living at home to, like, a, like I'm a young, yeah. setless celebrity who's, like, bought the, his first house. Yeah, so what were you like as a housemate slash landlord, essentially? How would you rate yourself? With Ali, like, we... It was a, like a it was a different difficult time in our relationship because like I was getting like a lot of success and he was coming and living in this place and he never felt like it was his place which is you know fair enough because yeah. I was decorating it and it was and you owned it and I owned yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I think mean, so decorating correct. is like at the bottom of the list of why he felt <laughs> yeah. all those posters he's put up around there it just yeah. makes me not feel like this is my home yeah yeah just me sat signing the like the document in front of him being like oh Honestly, it's half yours. Um, the reason I offer such cheap rent is because one, it's my friends, and I also feel very guilty. I don't want my friends paying off my mortgage. And the other side, like I'm away, so like just you know, keep yeah. it clean, answer the door, make sure nobody fucking robs it or whatever. But they're paying to be house sitters sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, like I th- and I like I'm always I'm like, is that a fair deal? Like, is this or do I just have like a living landlord? I mean, it's it's very admirable that you're charging your friends such cheaper rent. But was yeah. there any points where you were taking advantage of any of the liberties that you would as a landlord that a regular tenant would never really get away with oh like well yeah like if something's <laughs> if, if something's broken and i don't need it like i'll not fix it for a while like that's not my problem like, and also i was like when i'm back you have to spend time with me like come on like, <laughs> like my, my one of my flatmates now a uh, comedian called uh, ryan cullen we play a uh, career mode on fifa together okay but there are times when he when i can tell he can't be bothered playing and i'm like I want to play FIFA. <laughs> and he's like, all right, okay. Let's go take Charlton to the Premier League, shall we? <laughs> I was playing 2K, NBA 2K, same sort of deal, my career mode. And I was killing it. Like yeah. undefeated season, averaging 40 points a game. One day I log in and a game has been played and I don't remember playing it and I've lost a game. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's happened? And this fucking piece of shit to my right has logged on and lost by 50 points. I wanted to play. <laughs> oh, man. That on is, my account. Like, that's like, play a separate game. That is that is genuinely worse than your partner watching an episode of the thing you're watching. Yeah, yeah. Like them Ahead just, of you. Yeah, way worse. That, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know there was a higher version of that I messed up betrayal. his my career. And uh, like, it was his really hard he has it on like pro or yeah. something so. yeah because i'm good <laughs> you've so, never played the game before i'm like I'm, i feel like i'm pretty good at 2k so i was getting on being like oh i should be able to like maintain his level yeah. got through and lost, just got decimated in this game and then tried to never tell him <laughs> as if he wouldn't notice i was like look he's played heaps of games he won't notice i haven't played that game since the last game i played is that loss and i just look at it and i'm just like i'm not playing this that career is over <laughs> 
like think about normal NBA teams. Like even the best ones lose, and you're like, couldn't ha- hack. Yeah, it. but I don't lose. Yeah. I haven't lost. He's, that he's, was the record I was trying to keep intact. He's <laughs> basically the Jordan of two K. Yeah. Doesn't accept I, anything. I worse. was going for Rookie of the Year, MVP, <laughs> Finals MVP, Championship, the whole thing, and you fucked it. I've never done anything that bad. Yeah. I've never been that truly, truly evil. One thing I have noticed uh, in this house, and it's something you have to deal with being in share houses, it's just infestation of whatever bugs, creatures, <laughs> critters. I mean, we have a severe fruit fly problem. It's so bad. They just have t- overtaken the entire kitchen. Just the other day, I walked into the kitchen to see Marty shoes off, bare feet. <laughs> And he's trying to kill fruit flies by throwing his sneakers at the wall. <laughs> you have no idea. These things are the bane of my existence. We have all kinds of pests. We have like cockroaches, slugs, spiders, but nothing gets to me more than the fruit fly. Our old house I used to have sticky bits that they would fly into and then he'd have... A, this is hilarious because he used to have a He used to have like all these like concoctions, like mini bowls with like, oh, if you put apple cider vinegar and honey, they're attracted to it and then they can't swim out. But he and would he give you the like, measurements yeah. of how much to put in, otherwise it won't work. And he was so proud of his method <laughs> of the potion. He's made a fucking drink for fruit flies. He's like, they love this one. They even like, come in from outside for this right. one. No, they do, but like, you know what? He's got like a very dad energy and you know, when dads have done something they're very proud of they cannot wait to tell you about yeah. it he so, tell you know, guests like, if people would come over and they'd just be like look how many I caught just there have a look <laughs> I can't swim I can't get out have you ever had a pest problem in your houses yes I'll be really clean at some points like the Gene would always say there's a time when I come back from tour I'd go into a nesting phase because I'd been away for so long that I would literally gut the house from top to bottom like I'm talking like a, like take couches out of the room clean the entire floors do skirting boards and everything go all around it and then there'd be other times where it's like during the end of a festival where it's like well I'm not cleaning for a month because it's a festival yeah. and I'm fucking I'm drunk but <laughs> at the end of that festival my mum comes around and she's just dropped off some food because she's a sweet heart and she goes downstairs and clearly just sees how like the rest of the house is actually clean but my room isn't because nobody's a guest in my room yeah so like I, i'm like i don't mind if it's dirty yeah i don't mind if it's, like it's not personal the... space is dirty communal space is clean exactly exactly so I, that and i'm fine with that and she goes down and she goes do you mind if i clean your room and i'm like mom I'm, t- I'm like 24 25 years please don't clean my room like i, I will do it but it just she's a mum. She's like, I can't let my son live like this. And she just starts cleaning it. And I'm like, all right, well, well, you look, I told you not to. And you don't get to play the martyr at the end of this. And she drags me down at the end. And there is a fully, like, just the skeleton. Just the skeleton of a frog. <laughs> like, no, no guts. No, no meat. No, no meat. No nothing. It's decomposed. It's fully decomposed. And, like, and my mum posts this online. And my friend's like, I'm sorry. Is that a fucking fossilised frog? <laughs> In your immediately the WhatsApp blows up because they're like, you are the grottiest cunt that ever didn't fucking... steal it from a museum. It had decomposed <laughs> in your room. In the room. Right, but, but right, here's the thing. I Googled it, right? And yeah. frogs do decompose faster because, okay. like, I mean, they're made of, like, water and stuff. And, okay. Like, but... How long? Oh, like, it was within the month. I know it was in the month because me and Kai cleaned that fucking fl- flat at the start of the festival. Yeah. We both did. And my my room, because it was all underground, there was like a garden down there, but it was a garden where if a frog jumped in, there was no way it was getting out. It was a yeah. six feet high wall. And occasionally I'd leave the back door open just to like smoke weed and stuff. And there was plenty of times that like there was frogs in the room we had to chase them out. There was one time wow. when we'd accidentally like shut the door 
on a frog and like and it was oh it was the it was the worst thing I've ever seen and like me and Kyle just and it's there and it's like we try and like like with a like a fork or whatever just try and like flip it out but like it's so smashed and crushed into this fucking door frame that we're like we need a chisel for this and me and Kyle are going this is so gross and uh, like frogs are common in Edinburgh for as a the, the, and are they because we have like cane toads I guess and they're annoying and gross and quite large and you're meant to kill those you're you meant know? to kill them yeah. there's too many kill, yeah. kill them all but yeah you, you get frogs as pests in share houses they're not really bad like it was just I think we lived in like a particularly woody area yeah. and there was like and you were in a dungeon kind of situation yeah, yeah, as well yeah, <laughs> yeah and it just sort of came down I'm yeah. actually a witch and I, I used <laughs> mainly for recipes is this, is this where this is going yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the pipe piper of frogs yeah <laughs> my thing is it, it, clearly it was under a bunch of stuff like friends had come around who were like Aussie friends were like can we just leave a bunch of stuff at your house uh, right and I was like sure well, even like, on the Australians <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that's the safest way out of everything <laughs> if you fucking dogs um, and so I like there was just a pile of like luggage in my room and it was under that pile of luggage so clearly the frog had come in I mean like this is a great place to live and then uh, and then like hey the fact that it starved to death proves that there's no other Bugs in my house, so like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it's worse yeah. if there's. It's worse if it's been in there for a month, and then at the end it's like fucking hell, I'm full. There is so many bugs around here. The fact that it's starved to death is proof <laughs> that my house is clean and best free normally. I mean, if it was under a lot of shit, it might have just suffocated. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here for your fucking science now. I've been watching this a lot of Law and Order. All right, I don't need this. Logic. I'll get to the bottom of this. I'm not going to sit aside and let the Australians take the blame. <laughs> it was Nick Cody and Debbie Lardner, and I'll not hear otherwise. <laughs> I'm kind of dealing with a sharehouse mystery myself. Mm-hmm. As you know, I was down in Melbourne for the weekend for yeah. the festival. Uh, I came back and I was eagerly anticipating eating a packet of Kit Kats yeah. that I had been saving. And I hid this pair of Kit Kats underneath a loaf of bread. Like, there is no way. There is no way any of these cunts are going to fucking see this. Yeah, because people back. famously don't eat bread every day. <laughs> well, it's my bread. Oh, right, so okay. <laughs> I come back and not only had they eaten the Kit Kats, but they'd also left like two bars at the end as well, just like as a fuck you to my face. <laughs> and none of them will fess up. None of them would tell me who it is. Was it? Look, if it happened, I don't remember. <laughs> I deny <laughs> all allegations. What's your policy on like communal items, taking uh, things that aren't yours? Yeah, I don't really, I don't give a shit. I'm bad on the other side of things when I live with Jean. So Jean is a very good friend of yours who you also live with. Yeah, this is one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. And it was only Kai calling me on it okay. for being a sociopath. Um we didn't have any pens in the house. We just, like, I'm a comedian, that's why I type. So I've just never owned a pen before. And the only pen in the house was jeans. So one night I was stoned and I needed it for something. And uh, she was at work. And then she came back and I was like, I'll use your pen today. And we both went down to bed. And then in the morning, then, like, I'm, I need my sleep. Like, I'm, if, I, if people wake me up, I'm a fucking angry, angry man. She wakes me up at, like, 7 a.m. She's like, really sorry to bother you, but, like, I said, I need, I need my pen back. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I text her back, being like, yeah, it's just upstairs. It'll be in the, be in the living room. She texts like three minutes later, being like, it's not. 
It's not in the living room. Now, Jean doesn't look for things. Like, you could have something directly in front of her fucking eyes. Yeah. And she's one of those people that's like, where is this? That's like my girlfriend. She'd go to the fridge and before she's looked for it, she'd go, where is it? Yeah. And you, go, well, you haven't actually yeah, had a search. anything. <laughs> Commit at least 30 seconds to your life <laughs> to it before you fucking rope me into this. And it's so common for Jean to be like, where's my phone? And you're like, it's there. It's in your hand. Just look. look. <laughs> Just fucking check. Just check somewhere first. And she goes, it's not in the living room. And, I'm, and I know it's up there. And, and she texts, really sorry, it's not there. I'm like, look, if it's not in the living room, it'll be in my jacket pocket or it'll be in my dressing gown pocket because I was in my dressing gown last night. She texts back five minutes later, it's not in your dressing gown pocket. I'm like, Jean, like there's there's a hole in the fucking pocket. So the pen's probably falling down the line. If you just look, or if you just like scrunch the hole and you just look for the fucking pen. And you're, you're texting all this? In bed. And oh, ev every God. time the phone rings, uh, like vibrates, I'm fucking angrier that I'm not getting my fucking <laughs> sleep. I've got a stone over it. I'm just like, and I guess to the point where she just goes, she's like, I'm really, really sorry. I can't find it. And I go, I'm and I'm fucking raging. And I get up, and I put my jammy bottoms on, and I can feel the pen. Oh, in your, <laughs> in in my, your pants. In my pants pockets. <laughs> but I've made such a fucking stink about it at this point. Like, I've just gone too hard. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I'm going to have to die no in this hell. No coming back. I put my shirt, and I go upstairs, and I, I palm the pen in my <laughs> hand, and I grab my dressing gown, and I go in, and just, and then go, see? <laughs> See, if you just fucking looked for things, like that I wouldn't. And she's so upset because, like, the, because obviously I've put it. You've things. done a you've done a full magician's trick here. Yeah. You've slide of hand. You put it in the dressing gown for her to discover it oh somewhere she'd already God. looked. Yeah. So you've completely just like lied to her face just, and I, made I, her I, think. Absolutely gaslit her into thinking this is all her fault. <laughs> I, uh, it was all on her and for just just to save fucking face with herself. She like got like it's also the funny thing. The reason she needed the pen was for her diary which she then just wrote in about how horrible I did to her but like also how embarrassed she was so she's like oh you know I don't look for things enough and I kept this a fucking secret for ages because I was oh, like that's wow. not a that's not a this is not something that you can yeah, come clean yeah, yeah. about it's not a thing a best friend does that's not yeah. a nice human thing and then I on a, me and Kai's podcast I think I brought it up with him and right. he was just like you're a fucking psychopath and you need to you need to go <laughs> Well, Daniel, Jean yeah. is actually on the line right now. <laughs> She's in Jean, how you doing? I will never get tired of you having to relive the experience of how shit a friend you were that day. Hey, it wasn't it wasn't the finest moment of my uh, of our friendship. I cried for like a whole day after that. How long was it until you found out about what he'd done? Months. More proper it was months. absolute month. I he did that. I went. I took the pen and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I went downstairs and I wrote in my diary because I'm fucking cool. And then I came back upstairs. Danny was sitting on the sofa in the living room. I came back upstairs, fucking teary, and he was like, "Oh, come here, boo!" And give me a big hug. He's like, "You don't look for things. It's a real problem yeah. in your life. You'll get better at it over time." He's not wrong either. Like, I just started a new job where I was working in a bar, and they would be like, "Oh, can you go downstairs and like get some more of these wines?" And I'd be like, "No problemo." And I'd go downstairs, I'd come back up, and I was like, "There's none. We're out. I'm so sorry." And they'd go down and be like, 
there are nine boxes <laughs> at eye level of this wine. Like, I'm such a shit person. So yeah, kind of like she she was getting in trouble, which I didn't know she was getting in trouble in it for work. But obviously, like this was just the final straw. I was like, you never look for anything, and she was just ah, and and then and then when I saw her, I'm like, well, I can't. I can't apologize now. <laughs> and also because I don't listen to the podcast all the time. Bad friend. Danny was just on edge for kind of like weeks. <laughs> and he'd just sort of like hesitantly walk into rooms and be like, Hi, oh, what are you listen to? Um, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me for any reason? And I was like, no, why would I, why would I be mad at you? And he was like, oh yeah, no reason, no reason. And then after, like, honestly, maybe about three months, he was like, um, I just think that maybe, I know you don't uh, listen to the podcast all the time, but I just think maybe you should check out this episode. I think you might find it very interesting. <laughs> That's one way to like avoid confrontation way, is yeah. to make your housemate listen to a podcast so they can discover a secret. Well, yeah. actually, me and me, Gina... And Kai, who lived with us at the time, we were always very good at avoiding confrontation with each other because that's why we had the... Do you, do you remember the, uh, the the passive-aggressive whiteboard in the kitchen? I do remember the passive-aggressive whiteboard. So this was basically, we all lived together. And when you live with other people, you've all got bad habits, right? You've all got things that you do. Yeah. But like, it's always this fear of like, the second you go, you do this, somebody's going to go to you. Yeah, well, you fucking do this. And it becomes this vicious cycle of just you accusing each other of shit. Because we all woke up at different times, we had one whiteboard in the kitchen where you ju- we would just write passive-aggressive notes to each other because then when you somebody called you on your shit, they weren't there, so you couldn't get angry. Yeah, so yeah. You walk in, I'd walk in the kitchen and Kai would have written, oh, thanks to whoever uh, filled up the swimming pool in the bathroom this morning. Uh, <laughs> the, di- the deep end was pretty bad. Like, I, dumped o- I jumped off the toilet, nearly broke my neck, <laughs> and that's because, like, I just dripped dry after the shower. And I'm like, and I'm like oh, you know what? Fuck you. Know, fuck you. Actually, actually, now that there's nobody here calling it out to my face, I will admit that I do that, and maybe yeah. I will be better in the future. <laughs> what That's other good. things would go up on this whiteboard, Jean? I was going to say, was it also on the whiteboard that Kai called you out for thinking that underwear was communal in the flat? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, boy. Well done. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you think you think underwear <laughs> is communal? No, no, no. My rule, my fucking thorough rule with my friends, right? If, look, if you do washing and you put it in my fucking room, ah, that's my clothes now. Not my fucking problem. <laughs> like, if you can't recognise your own fucking shit, I can't recognise my own shit. I'll fucking wear whatever. Rather than return it or leave it out somewhere, you will wear it. <laughs> You gave me your fucking underwear, not my butt. No, shirts is wet, anything. Like it's, been, you, it's been holding someone else's junk. It's also been, what? It's been washed. <laughs> also, I'm not sucking my own dick. Like, what Like what? What part of this is, oh, no, my my, my dick touched the residue of my mate's dick. What's what? I'm going to get cooties? What's the problem? Like, I trust my washing machine to have done the job. Wait, what if Jean's underwear ends up in your room? Well, right, so this is the thing I learned about living with Jean. Like, I was very, obviously, clearly sheltered. Like... It was only when living with Jean that I realised that apparently thongs are not just for for looking sexy purposes. Because like one time I'm doing the washing and I'm like, Jean has a lot of a G-strings. lot of a lot of thongs and G strings. This is you're a very kinky girl. And she was like, Do you do you think <laughs> girls' underwear is only for men? And I'm like, No, no, I don't think I'm a feminist. I don't think that at all. No, I I fully understand that. Then she was like, no, it's, you know, to get rid of the, what's the VPL? Is that it? Visible panty line? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you enjoying this, Jane? I am enjoying this. <laughs> like a part of me is wondering how much he was looking at my washing hanging up, just like, oh, I can't fucking wear any of this. This is shit for me. Man, I have put on like like Cara has seen me put on harsh like and oh, like, it's obvious when I open them up that it's not mine, but yeah. I'm not a smart person. <laughs> so I'll just put it on and I'm just like, I don't think these are mine anymore. I on this trip when I packed my bag, I, I accidentally packed two of Cara's underwear. Like I've got them. I look like some sort of sad pervert who just misses his fiance. I'm just like, I'm gonna take this with you to remind me. I, I was wondering why you were me. in a dress at the MO Theatre last night. <laughs> that was a kill, you fucking racist. <laughs> uh, now, to be fair, let's check if these are. Yeah, that, these are. I, I've never. These are definitely Kai's underwear right now. I've, <laughs> but from like years and years ago, I've never bought a pair of Pringle underwear in my entire life. So you're like, literally wearing your housemate's underwear in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, if you, look, not my problem. Like, you put your nah. washing in my pile, I'm going to fucking wear it. I mean, I wear your clothes all the time, but I draw the line at underwear. Yeah, we draw the line yeah. at underwear. I'm not wearing it on my face. I just, what? Like, you're worried about dick cooties? <laughs> Grow up. It's fucking, it's washed underwear. I put it in with fucking detergent. Grow up. It's clean. The whole point of a washing machine is to wash it. It's brand new. Gene, while you're on the line, is there anything that you think Daniel doesn't understand about being a model housemate? Do you know what? I wish I'd come more prepared with this, and I don't <laughs> want to sing your praises, Danny, just but... because you were my landlord for many years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just because you're saving a bedroom for me back home, you know, this isn't this isn't trying to keep that room or anything. I'm not trying to just stay in your good boots. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was nothing bad about living with you. Wow, you know what? It's true because as research for this podcast, I messaged Gene, I messaged Kai as well, and they both could not sing Daniel's praises enough. Well, he was barely in the house. But that was one of the biggest selling points. (laughs) And also, like when when I come when I come back, like I'm just I'm just like a little stoner. I just sit on my couch (laughs) and and chill. Yeah, like it was really it was lovely living with Gene because she'd like sometimes work till two or three in the morning, but I would just sit there smoking weed and then she'd come back and I'd just be like, hey, yeah. She's like, oh, it's like having a dog. Yeah. Like, I'm just there whacking my tail. Like, oh, she's home. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us, Jean. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us and being our first global guest. Thank you very much for having me. A model housemate. Yeah. It, it would seem. Apart from the underwear theft. <laughs> I, would, I would almost say a model landlord as well. Yeah. All landlords should strive to be like Daniel. I wish we had a landlord like that. Yeah. Can you buy this house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. Things are going well. Probably I could, yeah. That would be so awesome. <laughs> If you would like to be a part of the show, you can join our Facebook group. It's Housewarming Podcast on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, at Housewarming Podcast. And we're on Twitter as well, at Housewarming Pot. That's all from us. Till next time. Peace. Peace.